Mariah crouches for cover behind a row of bushes, thinking she's found the Dominion headquarters for eastern United States. It is an apartment complex that sits next to a rusted-out playground of all things. She can't tell if there are red wisps emanating from the building or if it's just the reflection of the red sky. The low-income neighborhood keeps away prying eyes. Well, it usually does. But Mariah begins to wipe down the lens of her binoculars to take a better look. Well, it looks like this could be the place. This must be a new record. Two days. I thought it'd take at least a week to track down this place. All this thanks to an honest banker. I didn't think they existed anymore. It's quite large. Well, time to gather some intel for Trevor. Through her high-powered binoculars, she sees what looks like vagrants milling around the building. But with closer inspection, they are Dominion operatives guarding the perimeter. She flips a switch on the binoculars, setting it to photo mode. Smile. You're on candid camera. As she pans the binoculars toward the apartment complex, she notices a second-story window that is open wide enough that she thinks she can fit through. She clicks a photo and goes in to see if she can make it unnoticed to the window. It wasn't easy. It took an hour of waiting for the guard rotation to change before she could make a break for the window. And even then, she had only a 30-second window to sprint 20 yards to the fire escape. She climbs quickly and squeezes through the window that was open only because it has malfunctioned. It is down as far as it could go, but Mariah uses her thin body to bend and twist her way through the opening with only a few seconds to spare before another guard would have been in her line of sight. The duct system is even larger than the ones from Herrick's hideout, but they could use a good cleaning. She shuffle slides through, checking vents as she goes to see if there is any activity that she could photograph, but there doesn't seem to be much. When she approaches a third vent, she notices a man looking through a cracked door. It looks like he is eavesdropping. She can't ID him because his back is to her, but with her binoculars, she can make out a man through the cracked opening. It's Glacus, but she has never seen him before. He is talking to another person she can't see. Mariah puts in a small earpiece she got from Trevor and points the unidirectional microphone at the doorway. She smiles when her tech actually seems to work. And you, you will be the ace in the hole. When it is finished, you will perform the rebirth. These mortals don't understand. They think the unleashing is a mere event. They can't see that their faith is misplaced. The unleashing isn't an event, it is a being, and it is already here. When I stand in the sacred place of Israel, they will know. Everyone will know. Moriah turns pale. She's heard enough to know that she has heard too much. She can't afford to be found. The information that she possesses is just too valuable to the opposition. She leaves. The man that Mariah couldn't ID the one who was eavesdropping with his back to her, seems to have heard enough as well. He turns to leave, but before he can get a safe distance away, Sasha notices him. It's Jared, Reason's uncle. Are you lost, Jared? Uh, I just need to bring a message to the master. It can wait. He seems to be indisposed at the moment. Jared tries to leave in an unrushed, inconspicuous manner. He hopes he was convincing. Sasha watches him, somewhat unconvinced. 